I want to ask you three questions that will make all the difference in your life. Number one, whom do you say Christ is? Number two, where will you spend eternity? Number three, what must you do to be saved? To answer those three questions, I'd like to take a moment to share with you some truths from Scripture. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4 says, I make known to you, brethren, the gospel. He goes on to say that the gospel is that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. This is the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins. That's where the gospel message begins. It begins with the sin issue. Christ died for our sins. Every one of us has sinned. I've sinned and you have sinned. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the penalty for our sin is death. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This death is not simply the cessation of life, but it's the second death. It is separation for all eternity from God in the lake of fire. Revelation 21.8 says that the unbelieving and all liars, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. To receive the gospel, you must acknowledge that you're a sinner. This is known as repentance. Repentance is recognizing your sin and turning from sin to serve God. 1 Corinthians 7, 9-10 says this, I now rejoice, not that you were made sorrowful, but that you were made sorrowful to the point of repentance. For you were made sorrowful according to the will of God, so that you might not suffer loss in anything through us. For the sorrow that is according to the will of God produces repentance without regret, leading to salvation. But the sorrow of this world produces death. There is no hope for anyone who fails to acknowledge their sin and repent. Luke 13 verse 3 says, Unless you repent, you will perish. Unless you repent, you, when you die, you will spend an eternity separated from God, being tormented in the lake of fire. Now you may be thinking, how can a loving God do that? How can a loving God send someone to the lake of fire? The answer is straightforward. God did not choose the lake of fire for anyone. God desires that all sinners would come to repentance. 2 Peter 3.9 says, The Lord is not slow about His promises, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all, and that includes you, to come to repentance. Everyone chooses the lake of fire for themselves when he or she rejects the gospel. See, the gospel message is all about Jesus Christ. Christ died for our sins. In order for Christ to die for our sins, He couldn't just be anybody. He is God in human flesh. Colossians 2.9 says, For in Him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. Being God, He is your creator and therefore your judge. He holds your eternal destiny in His hand. 
Matthew 10.28 says, Do not fear those who kill the body, but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear Him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. That's the lake of fire. Jesus Christ is not only God, but He's fully human. John 1.14 says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. God required a payment for my sin, your sin, our sin. And that payment involved the shedding of human blood and the death of human life. Hebrews 9.22 says, Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. And so to pay the penalty of our sin, Jesus became fully human, shed His blood, and died on the cross. Jesus being fully God and fully man is sinless. 1 Peter 2.22 says, Who committed no sin? nor was any deceit found in his mouth. You see, a sinless God requires the payment for our sin to be sinless. And Jesus is sinless because he's God. And because he is sinless, he can be the sacrifice demanded by God to pay the penalty of sin. Jesus is also Lord. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. See, salvation is not just believing facts about Jesus, it's not just believing that he's the Savior. Salvation is about submitting to him as your Lord. Submission to his Lordship only comes through the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12 3 says, Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed. And no one, listen carefully, can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That moment you repent of your sin and place your faith in Jesus Christ, His death, burial, and resurrection as the payment for your sin, the Holy Spirit empowers you to submit to Him. And submitting to Him as your Lord is proof that you are saved. Luke 6.46 says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not what I say? Now let's talk about those three questions. First, whom do you say Christ is? He is the Lord. He is God in human flesh. He shed His blood and died as your substitute. He paid the penalty for your sin. Will you acknowledge who Christ is? Second, where will you spend eternity? You have two choices, heaven or the lake of fire, life or damnation. John 3, 16, 18, and 36 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Who, he who believes in the Son has eternal life, but he who does not obey the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. My friend, because of your sin, you are going to spend an eternity in the lake of fire. You will be eternally separated from God and tormented in those flames of fire. Listen, the lake of fire is no party or joke. And the only way you're going to gain access to heaven and all of its glories is to receive the gift of God, salvation by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ. Where will you spend eternity? Third, 
What must you do to be saved? God has invited you to be saved from your sin and the penalty of that sin in the lake of fire. John 6.29 says, Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in Him who He has sent. Acts 10.43 says, Of Him all the prophets bear witness, that through His name everyone who believes in Him receives forgiveness of sins. Acts 17.30 says, God is now declaring to all men that all people everywhere should repent. Repentance and faith are dual sides of the same coin. On the one side, repentance is that change of behavior. It's that confessing and forsaking of sin. Denial of yourself is evidence of it. On the other side of that coin is faith. Placing your confidence in the work of Christ. His death for your sin. His burial. His resurrection. And the surrender to His Lordship is evidence of it. Friend, if you refuse to obey the Son's call to repent and believe, you will burn eternally in the lake of fire. Responding to these three questions is the most important decision you will ever make. If you have questions or want to speak to someone about what it means to be saved, please contact Trinity Bible Church at our website, www.trinitybiblechurchglassboro.com. You can send an email to trinitybiblechurch at comcast.net or you can call the church at 856-881-3544.